music is so vast, and it's been going on for probably since the beginning of time. And throughout musical history, you have so many brilliant musicians, brilliant musicians who create such great songs that last a really long time in the public consciousness, stand the test of time um, by brilliant songwriters and musicians. And as we all know, a musical instrument is, one of the musical instruments is a guitar. And throughout uh, the history of the, the guitar, there have been brilliant, up until this day, brilliant, genius, skilled, highly talented guitarists. Uh, Guitarists who know how to write great songs, uh, even of different skill levels, can still write a great song. You know, if they know three chords and, you know, can write a melody, they write great songs. Um, And then you have guitarists who Maybe they don't write the best songs, but, you know, their, their playing is, is unmatched. So there's that. And so within all that are revolutionaries when it comes to the, to the guitar. And I can think of three revolutionaries since, you know, the early 1900s. And again, this is all subjective. Um... I think I'm right. (laughs) Well, it's because I'm subjective. So the first um, revolutionary guitarist that I know of is Robert Johnson. So Robert Johnson, when he played the blues the way he did, revolutionized guitar playing. Changed, like, almost overnight how people play. After that, in the mid to late 60s, was Jimi Hendrix. When he picked up the guitar, totally revolutionized what the guitar can do, how the guitar was played. Well, actually, and so before Jimi Hendrix is Les Paul. Les Paul invented the electric guitar. And plus, he, he might have been one of the first players to play really fast. So after Les Paul, you know, it revolutionized the instrument. Obviously, it became electric. So then after Les Paul, Jimi Hendrix, uh, when Jimi Hendrix played, it was like a battle zone, but then it was like a, 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 along with a battle zone, just like a, you know, a nice river and stream. There's so many textures to Hendrix, but changed the way the guitar was looked at basically overnight. There was before Hendrix and there was after Hendrix. I know I said three, but upon further thought, I'm going to make a fourth because, um, Tony Aomi was a revolution when it came to guitar. He made the guitar sound evil with the use of the the tritones in Black Sabbath and um, just the the heaviness and the the detuning of the guitar revolutionized music. So like, uh, you know, before Hendrix, after Hendrix, there was before Iommi. And after Iomi. The next revolution, revolutionary in guitar, was Eddie Van Halen. Arguably the last revolutionary guitar player there's been. When Eddie started playing and doing the things that he did, it changed guitar overnight to this day it's it, to, to this day you know someone picks a guitar and 
for whatever reason, let's say they hypothetically did not know who Eddie Van Halen was. They're influenced by people who were influenced by Van Halen. They're really, really young, don't, aren't really familiar with them. Most likely they're playing the way Van Halen played, just, just with the speed and, and the accuracy. So um, he was, and I say was because he's no longer with us. He died uh, a couple days ago. Um, a true revolution when it comes to guitar. My um, first exposure to Eddie was um, in, in 1984. I was eight years old, and the first song I heard was Jump, because MTV back then was just, that's what you watched. It, 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 it's, it's unfathomable to this day, it, it, looking at MTV today, to seeing well, what, what it's become, and how it basically has no effect just because of the internet. But back in 1984, my brother and I had MTV on all the time, and they just played the same videos over and over again. It didn't matter. We just watched it because it was just another way to absorb music. You can see it. So not only did you see the bombast that Van Halen was, the band Van Halen, um, uh, you heard the song, but then you saw the playing. And a song like Jump, you know, may not have been the best Van Halen song to be exposed to first because it's it's mostly keyboards. I mean, there's a great guitar solo in it, but it's known for the keyboards. So so I first heard that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, all right, yeah. And even in 1984, it's like, oh, well, I know guitarists can play fast because, you know, there has been a bunch of guitarists, you know, um, from what I can remember, played like that. So I didn't really think anything of it because I was so young. Eddie Van Halen didn't really hit me until maybe I was 14, uh, 15, um, and I heard Van Halen 1 for the first time, and I heard Eruption for the first time, and Eruption is the um, second song off Van Halen 1, so it was released in 1976-1977, and to this day, you put Eruption on, and it's just wall-to-wall power. It hasn't aged. Um, Just listening to it is just an assault. Uh, Just, again, like Hendrix, it's a war. It's a war of sound. It's a war of technique. It's ferocious. And when I first heard that, again, this is, I, so from 1984 to like 1990, I, of course, knew of Van Halen. I knew of Van Halen. I knew of David Lee Roth. I knew of all the, like, Whitesnake and, um, you know, all the, uh, Poison and, and, and Bon Jovi, all these, you know, bands, I mean, Metallica, all these bands with these incredibly skilled guitarists playing really fast, um, that was the era. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, they, 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 I get it. They, they played just like Eddie Van Halen. So I was familiar with this kind of playing, but I wasn't familiar with Eruption and the kind of playing from Eddie Van Halen that Eruption brought. And if, if, if you haven't heard Eruption, just stop listening to this now and play it. It's, it's not that long. Um, and then, you know, when you listen to that, you know, just, just go on YouTube and, and look at him, look at Eddie do, do a live version of it. Cause he just, just does so many things. So just listening to that and the rest of the songs in Van Halen one or in Van Halen one's an incredible album. It's just a fun party album with just a, everybody in that band is just so super talented, you know, and charismatic. Um, and so the guitar playing all over the place is is great, um, but it's eruption that stands out. You know the guitar playing and musicianship are great. You know the, the songs are, I think, solid. 
they're good. Again, they're a lot of fun. I, I tend, I, I kind of gravitate towards the, you know, uh, more meaningful and deeper lyrics as opposed to, you know, hey, you know, hey, this is about a girl or hey, let's party. Um, nothing wrong with that. It's just um, the deeper stuff resonates with me more. I still do like, you know, the fun stuff every once in a while. But, um, but yeah, that playing in Eruption made me realize how much of a force he was because I kind of took him for granted because I grew up with him, you know, 1984. I'm like, okay, well, this is like the normal thing. But think of it back in 76, 77, where it wasn't the normal thing. Even going back to Hendrix, just people didn't play like Van Halen until there was a Van Halen, you know, Van Halen took thing, you know, that people the two handed tapping did exist, but not like Eddie played it, the, the, the sound and the feedback and maybe, you know, the different little bit uh, of like the squealing of the guitar was around, you know, through Hendrix, but no, no, not like Van Halen and the guitarists since Van Halen, there have been just genius, brilliant players from Dimebag Daryl to Zach Wild to Ingve Malmsteen to, you know, the, the Jason Becker to Steve Vai. Oh my God. To all this, these generations of just brilliant, 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 brilliant shredders and brilliant musicians. As great as they are, they're not revolutionary. And I don't, and, and I'm not disparaging them. I'm, they are amazing, and, I, and they have amazing songs. And some of their songs I find better than Van Halen, Halen songs themselves. You know, Van Halen was a good, solid band, but not one of my favorite bands, you know. But that doesn't negate the fact that Eddie Van Halen was a revolution in guitars. A revolution. A revolution up to his live performance. You see him play live and the guitar, he's such a master. The guitar was an extension of his body where no matter what he did was right. Even his mistakes, and it was very rare that he ever made one, even his mistakes were beautiful in, in, a, in a live setting. Um, and just his charisma on stage, how he jumped around, how he smiled, it was effortless with him. You have someone like Jimmy Page who, you know, I by far prefer Led Zeppelin over Van Halen. By far. I think they're a so much better band. Led Zeppelin's one of my favorite bands. Jimmy Page, um, I don't think falls in the same category as a revolutionary as Eddie Van Halen did. Page, incredibly innovative, incredibly charismatic. The, the emotion that he played with, he's one of my favorite guitarist, one of the best guitarists ever in rock. Not a revolutionary. If you're going to have a hierarchy formed, you know, better band than Van Halen, not a revolutionary. The revolutionaries are few and far between, and it's because of revolutionaries. If there was a revolutionary revolution every week, the term revolution wouldn't matter because it'd be a trend. These revolutionaries create the trend. And one could be argued as a band, Led Zeppelin were a revolution because they spawned, you know, such such bands that kind of took the mantle from them. But th- that that's a that's a different podcast altogether. Um, so so I had the 
honor and pleasure of seeing Van Halen live a few times, never with David Lee Roth, um, with Sammy Hagar a bunch of times, and then with, with Gary Sharon once. But, you know, the constant was was Eddie, and the constant was was Eddie's playing. And when I found out he died, I was surprised because it came out of nowhere. There were rumors, but I wasn't shocked. You know, he smoked most of his life. He drank most of his life, um, and, and that's what happens. You know, he, he seemed, you know... At least to, you know, if you just looked at him, it's like, wow, he's a healthy guy. The guy doesn't age. He seems to be in great shape with all his muscles and, you know, but it doesn't matter what you look like on the inside, uh, on, on the outside when, you know, the, the insides are, are, are suffering, you know, it's a whole holistic thing. And someone may not look, you know, the way society deems someone being healthy, but, you know, if on the inside, if their numbers are good, if mentally they're feeling healthy, if physically they're feeling healthy, you know, just because they're not chiseled doesn't mean they're not considered healthy. It's a whole holistic thing. And um, and then just the stories about Eddie Van Halen was rarely a bad word about him. He seemed to be like a really genuinely nice guy who liked to keep to himself but was always there to help people, was always there to – he just wanted to talk. You know, he seemed like more of a fan than anything even though he was this legendary revolutionary figure. You know, and revolutionary in the fact that, you know, how he built the guitar, how he approached the, the guitar, how he played the guitar, um, how he created guitars, how he just took things apart and put it together. He just had this natural ability. He had this natural ability to play. You know, he came from a musical family, but he just kind of picked up the guitar and started doing things with it, and it came naturally to him. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure he practiced over and over and over again, and, and the combination of those two made him a revolution. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I was listening to an interview with him on MTV, and he said something where it's like, you know, he's talking about his son Wolfgang, who Wolfgang in himself himself is a very very good player, not a revolution, but and I'm sure Wolfgang would probably be the first to say that. But you know, listen, Wolfgang was the bass player for Van Halen uh, with Alex Dave, Alex Van Halen, David Lee Roth, and his father Eddie Van Halen sharing a stage with them. You got to be good. You got to be good to play with 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 those caliber of musicians. So my my hat goes off to to Wolfgang. But but Eddie said in an interview. You know, he was going to a recital and Wolfgang was was playing. And I think there was like some difference between, you know, the music teacher and and Wolfgang. And and Eddie said something where it's like, you know, well, this is music theory. It's not music fact. And, you know, just putting aside the semantics of theory and science theory could could mean fact. But but, but what Eddie, Eddie was saying was that you don't necessarily have to subscribe to theory to play good music. And Eddie never had a lesson in guitar. You know, Hendrix never really had a lesson in guitar. The Beatles, you know, Paul McCartney never really had a lesson. It was just some innate ability, uh, the love of music, the the great ear, the listening, the the gift for melody, the, the, the gift for playing, and then combined with, with practice. Um, so, so that, that was Eddie's philosophy. Now, that being said, there are some guitarists who are incredible players and took lessons and subscribed to theories, and, and that works for them. So there's really no, really no rules when it comes to music, and that's what's so great about music. It's the different revolutions in music, which, you know, I, I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that, that there will be another revolution in music, but I don't think there's really been a big one cultural defining moment since, since, um, since Nirvana. Um, but, you know, that leaves room. Who knows what could happen? And then, you know, one can argue, 
after Van Halen, um, what guitarists have been revolutions, and I would argue there haven't, but there have been some innovative guitarists, and um, three of which come to mind. There's The Edge, you know, his uh, from U2, just his use of the pedals, very innovative. Um, Tom Morello is just absolutely ridiculous. One, it, it, The most innovative guitarist since Van Halen. What he does in, on the guitar is absolutely incredible. However, wouldn't be considered cultural defining and revolutionary as a guitar player. Um, I don't know why. I, I wish he was. It just seems like what Morello's doing d- didn't have the, the wave of influence that Eddie Van Halen did. You know, and it could be the sign of the times. There could be the, there's a lot more options. Does not negate the fact that Morello is in, a, in an incredible band. I prefer Rage Against the Machine over Van Halen. Um, and, and then, you know, Jack White. What Jack White does with the sound of the guitar. Um, how he approaches the guitar. How he approaches the instrument. How, using Jack White's words, how he attacks the the song and the guitar. Um, very, very innovative. Very, very fun to watch. Incredible to listen to. You know, I prefer, well, mm, I probably prefer Van Halen over the Jack White stuff, but I do love the White Stripes. I do love Jack White's solo stuff. Really, really good and, and fun player. Plus, I mean, the, the songs are so different anyway. But, um, but yeah, so... So I was was saddened to to hear that. I, I'm glad at least Van Halen, um, with the three classic members, were able to to tour a, a little bit more um, and and get out there and play. I mean, they didn't need the money to do it. Uh, they probably just did it because it was you know the love for it. I, I would have have loved to have have loved to have seen the like the Van Halen one lineup. The, the classic lineup of Michael Anthony on bass. Bass and you can't discount his backing vocals. So bass, you know, Alex Van Halen on drums, Dave Lee Roth on vocals, and Eddie Van Halen on guitar. Um, unfortunately, we, we won't see that. We can't see that. Um, thankfully, though, there are um, a ton of videos of him. Um, and 65 is way too young. Way too young. So who knows what other innovations he, he might've done, you know, tinkering in the studio. Um, you know, especially since we're in a pandemic, he was at home. He was probably at home a lot, just trying to just fight the cancer off. So he probably wasn't able to work on music or just to work on the innovations that he has, but just an unlimited amount of imagination when it came to the guitar, approaching it, what the guitar can do. And he, he turned, he turned the instrument, on its head. And, um, I hope, I always have hope. I, I hope there's someone like him down the line, uh, someday to do something with the guitar. It's hard to imagine what there is left to do, but maybe people thought that after Hendrix, maybe people thought that and said, Oh, well, there's nothing else to do with the guitar. Who knows? You know? Um, but what I do know is that, uh, that, Eddie Van Halen is gone. Um, not only, you know, if, if you're going to put a hierarchy to things, you know, there's there's good players, there's really good players, there's brilliant players, you know, geniuses, um, uh, and then you know, elite players. Uh, but but then there's revolutionaries, and uh, and and that's who. And that's who Eddie was. So, um, 
so yeah, so so rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Um, what a mark you left, and thank goodness for thank goodness for YouTube, you know, and so so the younger generation can can realize what just an immense, timeless player and talent he was. So, um, hopefully there is a timeless quality to this podcast, um, and you can find me and listen to more of these podcasts. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MMAM Podcast. You can find me on Facebook at MMAM Podcast, and you can email me at MMAMPodcast at gmail.com. And the home base of this podcast is, you know, Podbean, but you can find me on Apple Podcasts and past episodes wherever, I guess, wherever you listen to podcasts. And, um, and we're still in a pandemic, so, you know, please be careful out there, wear a mask, uh, practice social distancing. Um, we're heading into the winter, so the experts are saying this is, this could, you know, get worse before it gets better. So please be vigilant and please get, um, information from credible sources now more than ever. Um, Washington Post, New York Times, BBC NPR um, newspapers where, you know, the information can be uh, disseminated in a fair and nuanced way and you can be a well-informed person and uh, and get out there and vote for Biden and Harris and vote Democrat down the line. Let's make this pandemic less difficult to deal with. All right, everyone, take care. <laughs>